there's a lot going on right now. Kanye is back. Trump is back. <sighs> Unfortunately, mass shootings are back. Oh, God. Uh, two in one week. Jesus. Um, on a more positive note, you know, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Christmas coming soon. NBA season's in full swing. NFL's going strong. We're, we're going to get to all of it, okay? Uh, thank goodness we're back to three sessions a week. Now, today, however, we're going to keep it light. Uh, I highly recommend you listen to Monday's episode. This is a continuation of that conversation. So listen to episode 154 before you tap into today's show. Jordan and Fred, dear friends of mine, are still with me discussing the 2023 Grammy Rap nominations. Oh, yeah, and I, I really should have mentioned this uh, on for Monday's show. We're not sober. Welcome to Therapy. Season three of therapy. Season three of therapy. Season four coming soon. Best melodic rap performance. Uh, it's for solo. Early in the morning. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it don't even matter what time it is. For a solo or collaborative performance containing both elements of R&B melodies and rap. So we have beautiful. Uh, it, <laughs> we have Beautiful, which is DJ Khaled featuring Future and SZA. We have Wait For You, which is Future featuring Drake and Tim's. Early in the morning, late at night. It don't even matter what time it is. I will wait for you. Presidential Rolling, RM, wait. Whenever I find time, it's okay. First Class by Jack Harlow. I've been a throw up the sex in a. Uh huh. And I can put you in. Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar featuring Blast and Amanda Reefer. And Big Energy by Lotto. First of all, did we all listen to these songs? I did. Yes! Okay, so Big Energy by Lotto. <laughs> what the f? Jordan is quietly <laughs> letting us know he did not, in fact. I literally said. He literally gave us a week to listen to I was this. like, can we talk about this on Friday? That'll give us all time to listen I've to heard, this. I've heard two of the five. So I will say this, Big Energy by Lotto, automatically scratching that. Beautiful scratching that. Now, I will say, <laughs> look. <laughs> okay. Wait for you? You gon' come on, man. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> is it is it a good song? Do you like it? Wait I love for Wait For You. I mean, it's okay. it's it's a good mix between R&B and, and the rap. Like, See, the way you're talking about Beautiful and Big Energy is the way I would be like, can we all agree first class is not even something we should discuss? Man, first class had like the G the glamorous part down and that was it. 
The only melodic part of that song is the G-Class sample. It's the hook, yeah. Jack Harlow does not sing, he's not melodic, and it has that disgusting bar. Pineapple juice, I give a sweet, sweet, sweet steam. Get the f- <laughs> What the f*** are you talking about? Sweet, sweet, sweet sea. I'm- Shut the f*** up. <laughs> so- I don't know what Harlow was doing on We're that. not discussing first class at all. Take, um, scratch that shit. Uh, yeah. Jordan, we're going to have to let you listen. You've heard Die Hard, right? Of course I have. Of course you have. So my, so my two are between... So that's what my two are between Wait For You and Die Hard. Okay, so Beautiful, we just listened to. Um, I thought SZA was good. So towards the end of that song, Future and SZA try and like harmonize a bit. We didn't get to it. It doesn't matter. But... <laughs> it was kind of janky. <laughs> so here's the thing about DJ Khaled's albums. We were talking about this earlier before we started recording. DJ Khaled doesn't know how to make these people sound as good as they possibly can. So in the next song, Wait For You, Future sounds really good with Tim's in the background. So uh, Jordan, you heard Future in Beautiful and you heard Future in Wait For You. Did you notice a difference? Yeah, Future actually sounded like he was professionally managed in Wait For You. Like, he, he sounded like he was in good hands when he was in a booth for uh, Wait For You as opposed to Beautiful. For himself, for his own album, of right. course. So, First Class... It sounded it just sounded mixed and mastered a little Exactly. Bit. First Class, we're not gonna, you know, if you came here thinking we were all gonna be like, First Class is gonna win, then you're, you're listening to the wrong show. Uh... <laughs> Now here's here's my uh, here's my only point of contention. Um, first of all, uh, also for the record, we listen to Big Energy. Um, nobody here is really feeling any. Big. I like the sample. I just don't care about somebody busting it down on me in a bonnet. So. Hey, yo. I, <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> so I feel like to begin your song with like, hey, bitch, I could be a fantasy. like I'm not saying like oh I don't like bad words. Or I'm not into female empowerment, but it kind of sets the tone for the song. Like this isn't like a serious song, and it's not like gonna be super, you know. Pussy juicy, mini mate. Like I don't. That it's just like it's like a drill song. Like once you've heard one, you've kind of heard them all. Well, it's the type of song where like you listen to it and you're like, oh, I can hear girls liking this, and that's kind of like the end of your assessment. I hear "Wait for You," which is like a soft song, objectively speaking, and you're like, I still like this. I could listen to this again. Oh, no doubt. So, now that we know, beautiful, wait for you, first class, die hard, big energy. Jordan, who do you who do you think should win, and then who do you think is going to win? Uh, for best melodic rap performance, who I think should win is actually still between wait for you and die hard. Um... I think either one of those two should win it. Who's actually going to win? Unfortunately, maybe first class. Um, just Man out of no hope. Just I mean, just out of the sheer popular like Facts. You popularity. Know, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, like how much steam that song like picked up in like such a short amount of time. I feel like it's gonna have a significant influence on the outcome of this award. Hmm. So I think that Wait For You should win. I really like Die Hard. Oh, that's tough. Mm -hmm. I think that Wait For You or Die Hard should win. 
I'm just gonna cop out and, and say either or should win. Who I think is actually going to win, I truly believe that Kendrick is going to win again with Die Hard. I actually think that's what's gonna happen. Fred? So, I think <clears throat> who I think should win should be either between Wait For You and Die Hard. But I, I gotta go with Jay on this. I think it's gonna be Harlow just... <sighs> No. Hobby. You so you guys have zero faith in the recording academy. Come on, Derek. You know how this game goes. We've seen this for too many years, Derek. <laughs> you know too how many it goes. years. But you know what happened to Macklemore, his whole life and his whole legacy when he beat Kendrick. You really think they're gonna put another white man through that? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> for best rap song, um, a songwriter's oh, oh, a songwriter's award. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, a song is eligible if it was released or if it has first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Artist name appears in parentheses, singles or tracks only. Okay. So, Churchill Downs by Jack Harlow and Drake. Sometimes when I sit back and really let it register, I did everything I said I would and said it first. I mean, the world's in denial, but they all know what I'm headed for. We about to feed these youngins to the metaverse. Meanwhile, I'm over here just trying to pen a verse. Cause I'm done being extra with the extroverts. We have God Did by a ton of people. I don't feel like it. The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar. I come from a generation of pain will murder his minor. Rebellious and more jealous, a chip you for designer. Belt buckles and cloud overzealous and prone to violence. Make their own turn. Be your will of the will alignment. Residue burn. Mister the inner city. Miscommunication to keep homo detector busy. No protection is risky. Push and pee. By Gunna and Future. Pointers in the paddock in my peace. I'm pushing pee. Cop new hammers for my pee. We don't want no peace. Got a spot of cross spot. Wait for you. Yeah. So, best rap song. Now, seriously consider this before you answer. This is a this, songwriter's this is gonna, award. This is going to be a really good topic. So, how do we feel? Just, just looking at the list. I'm gonna let sh I'm gonna let you two go first before I just. Oh, Jordan is Jordan is the resident songwriter. I do podcasts. <laughs> Jordan, who wrote the best song out of these? First of all, fucker, have you listened to all these songs? I have listened to all these songs. Thank God. Did. <laughs> who wrote the best song? Uh, this is not something you can just answer quickly. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I'm... Well, if you fucking listen to the songs. No, it, no it's, about it's not it. something that you can really, like... Because even even listening to the songs and then coming back on it, you're like, hmm. It. I'll go first. I think that Kendrick is going to go three for three so far, and I think the Heart Part Five will win again. I think it should win, and I think it will win. I'm in agreement with you on that. I think the Heart Part Five is will probably win this. God one. did. They ain't believing us, bro. <laughs> I, I'm just not. I'm not really trying to talk about it with y'all today. No, I will honest. agree with you and Jordan in the beginning. Like, even though Jay did like a four, like a three, four minute, like, of his own writing, like, I just don't think it's enough to carry him, carry that song, to a win. I think that when you think about the way that the song was constructed, I don't know if they're thinking that deep about mm. it, but to even choose to create a nine minute song. 
that has like five features on it and one of the features wraps for four minutes I think is I think it's just a bad idea so that kind of disqualifies it for me how do you guys feel about Churchill Downs as a serious competitor let's be real Drake overtook took that song so, yeah, Drake decided to like, like when you thought he was gonna stop, he kept going, and then you thought. And, he was but stop. you were like actually happy that he did. Yeah. And you were like, man, this sounds like a Drake song. But I mean, this sounds like any Drake song you would listen to. This sounds like one of those Drake songs where it has like the time of day and a location. Yeah, yeah I feel you. And he was just like, let's just let's just let Jack Harlow be a part of this. And Jack Harlow, even in that song, was like. Oh, I knew that Drake and I would get along, but you know, I really just wanted to ask Drake for advice. Like he's kind of simping. He's kind of beta in the yeah. song. It's <laughs> it's really weird. So just off that alone, I don't think it should win because Jack Harlow was like, "I'm just so grateful to have Drake on a song with me." Like he was kind of like fanboying. On yeah, that. and yeah. It's, it's it's a little awkward. And he had some kind of corny bars. We about to feed these youngins to the metaverse. The metaverse. I know my grandpa would have a heart attack if I pulled a hundred grand out. So I'm not gonna pull a hundred grand out. Okay. At the shows, I'm about to start handing out programs. Cause y'all need to get with the program. Mm hmm. Before I met Drizzy, I knew he and I would get along. But it's hard to crack jokes when you really want advice. I'm just so grateful to have Drake on a song with me. It, it, there's a couple bars in there where it's just like, Jack. If this is going to be, like, the song where you try and go the hardest, I, I don't think. Now, this is where I would say, like, if you were to break down Wait For You, like, all right, future, like, all right. So, if, if it's a songwriter's award, Drake's verse sounds really cool when you're just listening to it. But for the sake of it winning a Grammy, you're like... But, like, if you break it down, you're like, it's kind of basic. Hey, <laughs> that one bar that I made a face at earlier um, when we weren't recording where he was, like... Um, he was talking about a girl doing too much barking at dinner. I was oh, like, that's kind of With all that barking over dinner? Yeah, I was like, that's kind of... Put kinda a muzzle a, on it? That's yeah. a weird thing to say. Girl, put a muzzle on it, all that barking over dinner. About women. <laughs> I, don't know if the, I don't know if that can be rewarded, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. Um, we haven't talked about Push and B. There's not really much to talk about. Okay, all right, well. No. So, Jordan... Uh, by process of elimination, based on like deductive reasoning, I'm assuming you're leaning the hard part five. I'm in agreement, Derek. I just think that the hard part five, it was written, I mean, you know, unintended, fuck it, uh, you know, written from the heart. Nice. You know I'm saying like with everything that's relevant today with the community and it being brought to the light in a manner that, of course, resonates within the community to try to get it to them. And like arguably the best way they know how to get it, you know what I'm saying? Like coming from us and our ways. So I think everything that he tried to, you know, bring the light in that song was just something that the youth needed to hear. You and think it was the like why. the execution mm. of the idea yeah. exactly. was like very, very well done. Exactly. Him, Nas, like all the artists that are still trying to, you know, be reach out to the youth, be like, hey, look. This ain't the life, you know, this ain't the route to go. I went that route, it's not cool. But, you know, just that's getting more into like the socioeconomic and political side of the song. Which is it's it's a good it's a, that's the reason why it has my vote, dude. Like it has like That's a good point. It brings up different types of That's a good point. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on like a crazy limb here. I will once again say I'm gonna ask you both the same question that I ask every time. On like who do you want to win, who do you think should win, and then who is actually going to win. Of course, I believe the Heart Part 5 should win. I think 
I think Kendrick should win. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I think Kendrick should win every single thing in this rap category. Well, we like, know that's not yeah. real life. But <laughs> what I, who I think is actually going to win, I think for some reason, I just got this weird feeling. Churchill Downs? That... Like wait for you or Churchill Downs will actually win. That's what I was thinking too. I want the hard part five to win, but I feel like either Churchill Downs will get it or wait for you, just based on popularity. Once again. All right, so Jordan, uh, who do you think should win? Who's going to win? Best rap song. I have the hard part five for both. Okay. I believe that it definitely should win and that it's absolutely going to win that category, if nothing else. I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong of me to say this, but I truly do believe that if Jack Harlow wins a single Grammy, then I've, I've lost, I've officially lost all faith in them. And I know that I should have already done that, but this would be like the nail in the coffin. If, if Jack Harlow beats Kendrick, if I was Kendrick Lamar, like, I don't know exactly, maybe... If you guys don't know the answer to this, editor Derek, look it up. On it. What was the straw that broke the camel's back with the weekend? Why did he give up on the Grammys? Do we know? Was it like a, a party? What's that fucking album name? Um, he dropped some album and everybody knew it was the best and it didn't win. And he was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Do we know what it was? No, I think it was an ultimatum. I think he had an ultimatum between performing at the Grammys or the Super Bowl. I think that was a thing. Oh, it mm. was that. I'm pretty, it sure, was that that. Was, I'm yep. pretty sure that was like yeah. the catalyst. Okay, so the Recording Academy said that he would have to do one or the other. Yes. And he was like, you guys can't have my music anymore. Pretty, pretty much. He was like, and he spent like a lot a lot of his own money into his own show. Like the right. halftime show. The Weeknd had a great album. Oh, God, yeah. If, if, if we were talking about the Grammys in general... For the record, you know, let's let's save that for the end. Just general Grammy takes. Hey, it's uh, editor Derek here from the future, and it turns out that uh, I was initially right. Uh, this article from BBC.com. It's from May fourth, twenty twenty-one. The weekend says he won't submit his music to the Grammys due to an ongoing lack of trust in the awards. Despite a recent change to the voting rules, last year the star called organizers "quote unquote" corrupt after his album After Hours failed to receive a single nomination. So he felt underappreciated. He said, I'm not going to keep submitting this stuff if you guys aren't going to acknowledge it. Here is a, one of the best songs. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you'll hear this song that was literally everywhere uh, by the weekend. So tune in on Friday to hear uh, the end of our conversation regarding the Grammys rap nominations, as well as our thoughts and feelings on the Grammys in general. Um, in the meantime, love you, mean it. Enjoy the outro. Dude, you're, you're forgetting something. Tell them about the YouTube. Oh, subscribe to my YouTube. I'm posting like every single day. Bye.